Thank you for joining us once again here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. In just a moment, we will turn in our Bibles to the book of Mark, the second book in the New Testament, chapter number four. Mark chapter number four. The thought today is this. You don't need to worry when he has a pillow. What am I talking about? Well, if you've been a part of the broadcast for the past two days, then you'll have some recollection. But let's talk about that in just a moment. Turn your Bibles to the book of Mark, chapter 4. Before we do that, though, I'd like to bring to your attention a gospel tract called Riding the Religious Merry-Go-Round. Writing the Religious Merry-Go-Round is a gospel tract that has been produced by Bible Tracts Incorporated, our ministry, the parent ministry of the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. We're based out of Bloomington, Illinois. That's central Illinois, and we've had the opportunity to put out millions upon millions of gospel tracts around the world for over 80 years. And we'd love for you to partner with us and for you to be one of our distributors, you can order our gospel tracks for free. They don't cost anything, and we don't even ask for your credit card number. Now, if the Lord does lead you to leave a donation, we would be very grateful and very appreciative for that, but it is not in any way a requirement. So feel free to visit BibleTracksInc.org and to order Writing the Religious Merry-Go-Round today. It feels like, and I know this year has been just crazy and seems like something new is coming at us all the time, but in our daily life, our walk, we can find ourselves feeling like we're doing the same thing all the time, can't we? That's a really bad place to be in if we're not trusting in Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. You've heard the definition of insanity. It's doing the same thing over and over again and hoping for a different result. Well, friend... Sometimes we need to get off the religious merry-go-round and stop trusting in our works. Stop trusting in circumstances, some false religion, some false profession of faith. Maybe you need to once and for all accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And if you'd like to do that today, please visit BibleTracksInc.org. We'd love to help you with that if we can in any way. Of course, you can order these gospel tracks free of charge from that website. Please do so immediately if the Lord leads you in that direction. While I give you a moment to turn to the book of Mark, chapter number four, let me thank you for your listenership. It really is such a privilege to be a part of this broadcast on the vast array of radio stations that we get to be on. It really does mean so much to me that you, as a listener there to your local radio station, or maybe even you're listening to the podcast version of the program after the fact, I'd like to say thank you. We truly greatly appreciate it. Now, Mark chapter number four, I will join you there in just one moment. The genesis for the thought that we have today, you don't need to worry when he has a pillow, was born out of an opportunity that I had not long ago to visit the Holy Land, Israel, Jerusalem. That entire nation is so beautiful, and it's amazing to be able to walk where Jesus walked. Now, we got to spend about 10 days there. At the time that we took that trip, we were living in Ohio. That was before Bible Tract Echoes entered our lives, and I took over the leadership of this great ministry. And so there we were in Ohio, and we had to fly out of JFK International Airport in New York City. And so we drove the seven or eight hours there, and that was an experience in and of itself. If you ever see me in person, feel free to ask me about it. I'd love to recount everything that happened there on that trip. But we flew for 12, 13, 14 hours, I think. It was a long time that we were on a plane. 
We get there. We land. It was amazing. I think we got there in the early afternoon or thereabouts. And so we had time to go see one site, if I'm not mistaken. Then we went to the hotel and we crashed. It was time to sleep. But on the way back, we left our hotel. We got on the airplane after going through the airport and all of those things. The long flight back, we get in our vehicle that was in a spot there, one of those parking places you can pay to have your car there long term. And we get in the car, we drive seven or eight hours back to where we lived at the time in Akron, Ohio. And by the time we walked through the door, my wife and I had been awake for 26 hours straight. For some reason, I don't think we really slept on the plane ride back, probably because we were still processing and thinking over what God had done in our lives. And of course, our body clocks were all messed up with jet lag and things. Can I tell you, that was a long day plus. That was a long time to be without sleep. I was ready to go to bed. Have you ever had one of those days? One of those draining days? Well, let me tell you about one of those days that Jesus had. We've mentioned it previously here in Mark chapter number four. He cast out a demon out of a man. He preached to some pharisaical people. He was questioned by them. He preached to great multitudes. And now we come in Mark chapter number four, finally, after Jesus is drained to the end of the day. Mark four, verse number 35, and the same day when the even was come. When the evening was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. It was finally time to go home. Have you ever just been done with a day? Not because you were frustrated, but because it was a long day. Well, just like that, Jesus was looking forward to going to sleep. But here's one of the amazing things about our Lord and Savior. Even though it was an exceptionally long day, a tiring day, Jesus loved his disciples. Look at Mark 4, verse number 35. But without a parable, spake he not unto them. And when they were alone, he expounded all things to his disciples. What that means, the first part of the verse, he spent time talking to these great multitudes. But when everyone went away, he took time to speak to his disciples in a small group right there and to kind of give them some context and some background and fill in the blanks for them because they were very special to him. This will come into play a little bit later, but just tuck that away. The fact that Jesus really, truly, and deeply cared about these men. Now we know Jesus loves everyone. We know he loved his followers, those that listened to him speak and teach, but I'm sure, I'm confident that he had had a special place in his heart for these men, these disciples. He had given everyone everything that he had, but he still had time. Just a few more moments for his closest followers, those disciples. Has it ever occurred to you? Here's some practical application, friend. Has it ever occurred to you that he will always have time For those that want his time? Let me prove that to you biblically. Mark chapter 10, verse number 13 and 14. If you'd like to flip over there or you can listen to me. Mark 10, 13. And they brought young children to him that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not for of such 
is the kingdom of God. You've seen those little pictures, those coloring pages maybe, or in Sunday school class up on the wall, maybe even the felt that your old Sunday school teacher used to have up there on the felt board. And you've seen the pictures of Jesus holding the children in his lap and caring for them. Well, this is where those images get their beginnings from. Jesus cares about those that want to spend time with him. And those disciples, after a long day, wanted to spend a little extra time with Jesus and God himself in human form, Jesus Christ. He didn't turn them away. He was kind enough to give them a little bit extra. Though he was drained, though the day was almost done, he had the opportunity And he took it to spend some time. Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. Sometimes we need to come to him in that same way. You know, this brings to mind an opportunity that I had in our family. I won't go into the vast detail, but when I was an associate pastor in Akron, Ohio, we had a man who was a father of some children that came to our church, he passed away. And during the memorial service, my wife and some of the ladies helped console and deal with those children, most of which were too young, these grandchildren of the man that had passed. They were too young to process what was going on, and I'll be quite blunt with you, at that time they were not very well behaved. And yet... These ladies, during a memorial service for a man that they did not really know, these people of the church, took time to care for these young people and to entertain them and to keep them occupied while the mother was grieving and all of those things. Can I tell you that's the kind of heartbeat that Jesus has for you and for me? Sometimes we just need to come to him, lost undone, unsure of ourselves, lacking confidence, but ready to rely on Jesus. Friend, much can be accomplished when we realize nothing can be accomplished through us. It's only by God's grace, investing in us and allowing us to be a conduit of his goodness. Jesus took of his time when he was drained, when the day was almost done because he loved his disciples. Next, he gave some direction. Mark chapter 4, 35 says, In the same day when the even was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. What Jesus says here is, let's go over. Now, he knows full well what's going to occur. Don't get so caught up in your situation, friend, and think that Christ doesn't know what's going on. He brought you to this place. He for sure can take you out of it. Sometimes we question whether God knows what's going on in our circumstance, but just like here, before the wind and the waves started to buffet and assault the ship that the disciples and Jesus were in, Jesus said, let's go over to the other side. With the foreknowledge of what was about to happen, Psalm 25, verse number 8 says, Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore will he teach sinners in the way. The meek will he guide in judgment, and the meek will he teach his way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth unto such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. Friend, if we truly wrapped our minds around the fact that Jesus knows where you are because he led you there, I think it would change the way that we trust in him. Maybe it would lead us to depend on him. 
Mark 4.36, And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. You know, Jesus is willing and able to accompany you anywhere, but he will not change who he is for anyone. You cannot repackage Jesus to make him more palatable to our westernized or American sensibilities or our own immorality, friend. No, he doesn't work that way. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And friend, let me say this. If you are riding the religious merry-go-round and you don't know Christ as you should, Let's get a hold of him today. In just a moment, the announcer is going to tell you how you can get a hold of us here at Bible Tracks Incorporated. We'd love to hear from you. Join us tomorrow here on the Bible Tracked Echoes radio broadcast. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tracked Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.